My name is Thomas J. Bepko, and I've been in the mortgage and real estate industry for over 17 years. I've hit rock bottom and been able to come back with a vengeance through gratitude, consistency, and resilience. Through the same principles, I've been able to grow my teams, scale my businesses, and mentor others to do the same. It's gonna be about Thomas Bepko's story, about my story. Certain things that drive people, and, and I believe that there's a rare breed out there, and some of them don't even know that they have. 16th year in the business, I started taking social media seriously. Immediately, I saw the results. You have to help people. You have to do the right thing a day at a time. Through my experience, I can help a lot of people. A lot of people can relate to the things that I've been through. We wanna take you and push you to that limit to get you to where you wanna be. And all I knew how to do was work. I knew how to work hard. I just didn't stop no matter what life threw at me. We got episode five of the Thomas J. Pepco podcast. I've got my girl, Georgette Pascal, CEO and owner of Pascal. What's going on? How are you, G? Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for, uh, this is a lot of fun. So glad to be here. Yeah, it's a, the new norm, you know? It's like the new norm, virtually filming. It's really, really cool, especially. Well, like, you know what you know, I like to you know what I like to call like it. What do you, yeah, what I like to call it is the the next normal. So let's start calling it the then, next normal, which is because we're going go. into that right instead of the, and then we can kind of like mold it. And we yes. can talk more about that later, but totally. But no, that's I'm so stoked true. to be here. Let's do this. That's so that's so true because. It's going to take everybody a long time to catch up. That would make it next. Is that where you're coming from with that? I actually really like that. Yeah, right? totally. We're doing it, so it's like, let's just keep going, right? We're in it. Yeah. I'm perfect. It's, I, love, I love that. That's very, very, very good point. I um. So I just, look, you're obviously, we, we, are, we are friends. We have a lot in common. Look, you are a very remarkable person. I, I very value having you in my life. And, you know, I wanted to bring on some some like-minded, true entrepreneurs that are you know, trying to, trying to do something, you know? So yep. here, here we are, here we are. And I just, so maybe we could just talk about Georgette in a, in an elevator pitch, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and like things okay, you're passionate cool. about so, just so we can get to know you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm a six, two Swedish model. No, I'm kidding. No. So I am, <laughs> um, my name, my name's Georgette. Yeah. And I actually grew up here. Um, I've lived a lot of places, but I actually grew up in Connecticut. I was born, um, I was born in Bridgeport and um, I actually moved to the city and went to state school, went to FIT, fashion school. It was what I could afford at the time and um, gave yeah. me an opportunity to live in the city. So it was pretty awesome as an 18 year old to be able to do that and experience a lot of diversity, which, um, you know, Connecticut in Milford in particular in particular, I didn't think really had. So it was really nice for me to kind of go explore a city. Right. Um, yeah. so that was pretty cool. And then, um, I kind of fell into PR because I realized one of my passions, which is still my biggest passion is connecting people. And that's what I do all day long. It's oh. part of being not only, not only a CEO, not only a, you know, an entrepreneur, it's just who I am as a person. It's who Georgette is. It's like in my personal life, uh, professional with my kids, whatevs, I'm all about connecting people. And PR was the avenue to do that, which I was like, didn't even know at the time because I wanted to be a fashion stylist. Right. And I thought, well, you know what, let me get a business degree, whatever kind of fell into it. Anywho, I ended up doing a ton of different PR from, you know, sports to music to, um, you know, back in Silicon Valley, heyday, I did a lot of like high tech stuff and all that. And then um, I kind of fell into healthcare PR because I got this opportunity and I just fell in love with it. And, you know, healthcare and what I do now and, you know, medical and, and health tech is just so interesting. And you really feel like you can make a difference. And 
it was just amazing. So that's kind of how I fell into healthcare. And then 15 and a half years ago, I decided I wanted to create the first ever virtual healthcare PR firm. So, you know, going back that many years, right? I mean, people were like, what? Why? You know, but I did have a few people. Yeah. And I never called it work from home and I still don't because the whole reason you call it a virtual environment is you can legit work from anywhere, right? That could be my Fiat at Sasko Beach, you know, that could be in the air, that could be, you know, Galapagos Island, you know, wherever. It's just, you know, you're you're just doing your thing. And I did the next norm. The next norm. And I did that for a reason because at the time I had been in a lot of agencies and, you know, in the city and, um, you know, 80 hour work weeks, the whole deal. And I just didn't want the water cooler stuff anymore. I just wanted to work with like-minded people, um, in a senior staff that really were passionate about what they did. And I was like, I can totally do this, you know? Um, so basically that's how Pascal was born. Um, and, uh, we've been going strong ever since. So basically we're a healthcare communications company. And what that means simply is we, educate and disseminate and get information out, whether that's digital or paid media, whether that's earned media or PR about anything to do with healthcare. So it could be a pharmaceutical, it could be a medical device, it could be a health tech device. Um, you know, it could be a telemedicine suite, you know, it could be anything to do with healthcare. We get the word out. So that's kind of what we do in a nutshell. And, um, the past five years, um, obviously have been booming with the digital aspect. Um, as you guys know, with what you guys do, um, in your business. So, you know, that's really what we've been able to grow rapidly along with the, the PR and also the global business. So we've got 40, um, 40 people kind of coast to coast and de- many different areas, many different cities. And then I've got two folks, uh, across the pond in London that manage the global business. So if we get anything in that requires, you know, on the feet, whether it's, you know, big yeah. five, APAC, other areas. We can handle it that way. Um, and then what else? I have three kids. I'm a single mom. My kids are amazing. They're 11, Love 13, and 14. And they're obviously, they're more amazing than me. And they, they're the ones who teach me daily. Like, seriously, I'm not saying that for, you know, trying to get followers and doing it for the gram. I'm saying it because my kids are, are badass and they're um, the life. just really cool and very um, mature. But yeah, uh, you know, kind of know what's up. So uh, yeah, that's a little bit about me. I mean, I just, um, I'm, I'm passionate about connecting people. I'm, you know, really, really passionate about sports and, you know, competing. And I'm also really passionate about partnering with people, um, you know, that might be considered competitive to kind of make sure, you know, we all, um, kind of stay aligned and I can be a life learner, you know, and, uh, I'm also passionate about the Steelers. That's a, that's big time. So that's like my, my second biggest passion probably. So, you know, so black and yellow, I'll always be waving my terrible (laughs) towel. Hey, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's like, okay, that's the short version about me. Sorry if it was too long, but that's pretty much what's up with me. No, I love, I love it. It's all, first of all, all all about the kids. Your kids are amazing. I actually know them. I've spent some time with them. So your kids are amazing. Thank you. And and you are, you are a true. I, I love how you say connecting like-minded people. I mean, that's what I've always done. That's all the only thing I knew how to do. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I thought if you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And, and I've, I've lived by that my whole career. So it's good to have that in common. I, you know, you're definitely honestly, you're. And we, I talk about you know, like challenging myself and stuff. And I know you are a beast. You're into sports mm-hmm. and into working out, and you love to box. So how do you? I mean, do you challenge yourself daily? Like. Especially, do you, what do you, what do you do? Like, talk about that a little bit. Like every day, do you wake up? Yeah. You ready to go? You hit- 
Yeah. I mean, some days you just, I mean, honestly, some days I just wake up and it's a challenge. I mean, you know, like, you know, whatever, <laughs> like, love it. listen, it is what it is, right? But you're ready no, but for listen, it, right? I, you know, I'm ready for it. It can't always be roses. You know, I'm almost 47. Yeah. Some days I wake up and I'm just like, shit, I'm tired, you know, cause I am, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it is what it is. Right. So, I mean, sometimes it's just like challenging, like getting to the next step. Right. So yes, I will challenge myself by working out and all that. I've always done that, you know, like, yeah. Five years ago, I was like, I want to run a marathon and, you know, I did it. You know, I just was like, I, I need goals, right? So I need those kind of goals. I know you're similar and that's like, you know, physically, of course, you know, very important to me. Professionally, I mean, challenging myself is really, you know, being on the speaking circuit and being lucky enough to be on amazing boards and, you know, in my industry and not in my industry. Yes, I agree. Um, You know, that's very passionate to me that has to do with boxing. Um, and I'm also yep. on a board, you know, that has to do with my profession. So it's, it's, you know, really kind of the speaking circuit, all of that, um, you know, making sure I'm really uh, understanding what's going on. And, you know, even if it's now virtually meeting with people in the city and that sort of thing, um, you know, trying to do that from different businesses, because, you know, like I always say, whether it's PR or digital, you know, it's like that in any business. You can, yes. it, it can be parlayed into anything. It's how you do it and how you approach it and listening to your consumer, your customer, your client, whomever. Um, so that's really what I, what I do. So we, you talked a little bit about Pascal and I wanted to know a little bit more about your vision. Like, does that, that speaks to you on a personal level? I'm assuming you being driven and, and being into PR and marketing and healthcare. I mean, does that personally talk to you? Like on a personal level. Oh my God, definitely. I mean, in our, you know, it's funny, our, one of our hashtags is, you know, hashtag responsive AF, which is, you know, okay. there you go. a little crazy for maybe a healthcare communications company or not expected, but, you know, it definitely speaks to the way, you know, I am personally and kind of creating the culture at Pascal and kind of what we've done yeah. here. And, you know, the nice thing is we've just, what I think is so amazing about the team that we have, it's not only, you know, just diversity. Everyone can talk about diversity and inclusion, you know, whatever. That's old news at this point. For me, it's more like different life experiences. You know, for example, Jess, who runs our PR business, she's from a publishing background. And, you know, Christian, who runs our digital business, you know, he's done digital campaigns for huge brands um, and things of that nature and then kind of brought that, you know, to healthcare. Um, you know, one of our PR stars, Kara, she used to be a client, you know, and, you know, came over to, to work with Pascal, which is so amazing. So, you know, there's lots of things I think that, you know, I inject from kind of my personality, but it's really about the team that forms a lot of the client bonds and the great work and all of that. You know, I make the intro and I kind of created the culture, but it's just about finding the right people to kind of complete it, if that makes sense. It, that absolutely makes sense. Company culture. I mean, obviously, culture is one of the things that we really focus on as well. You kind of create, you kind of create the culture, right? You don't, you know, just either you have culture, or you don't, you know. From my exactly, and, exactly, you, know, you can be kind of, you know, the way you are, and you know, this is, you know, we live in a, a service business, you know, like you in an agency life where things come up all the time. You know, it's not yeah. just you know a nine to five type of deal. You know, so you do have to exactly. be a certain kind of person and have a passion. And the one thing I always say is you can't teach passion. And I think 
the one thing I know, the one thing that we've instilled in everyone who works here and is motivated to work here is because they have that passion for how we do things, how we do them differently. Um, you know, I was talking to someone last week on the digital team and she is about, a, you know, been here about a year and she's like, I've ne- like, she's like, I've never had a CEO text me out of a, bl- out of the blue and say, Hey T, you want to chat and, you know, kind of catch up. Yeah. And, I, that's the yeah. kind of thing I do. And listen, I know that's scalable. If you have a $50 million, 50 person, billion, you know, person business, obviously, you know, you can't meet yeah. with every single person, but you can meet with teams collectively and create culture that way and create continuity. And it's not about creating robots. Everyone is super individual with, with what they do and what they bring to the table. But it's just, you know, that passion I see and think, wow, you're so great at things I'm not. And this one's not. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's making the mold that way. Yeah, it's exactly how you build your team up, especially, look, if I'm not good at something, there are people out there that can help and we can work together and get to where we need to be because my positives are maybe the other person's negatives and their positives are my negatives, right? And it's very good to see that. So good. Like we have that, you know, we think a lot alike and getting going, just going through these questions, it's like we really have, Yep. you know, we see a lot of this, we have a lot of the same vision and the same, a lot of the same values, I guess. I, um, so let, let me ask, so how do you, so how do you, how do you see Pascal changing in two years? Right. And how do you see yourself creating that change? Do you see it changing? Do you you think it's going to move? And what do you talk about it? Yeah, definitely. No, it's such a great question. I'd love to ask you that at the end too. You know, I mean, obviously I think both of the industries we collectively work in are very iterative, right? They change every minute. (laughs) So, you know, there's things that fluctuate and, and change. And I think, you know, I'm the kind of CEO, which is a little maybe uh, different, but, you know, we can talk about five-year plans and two-year plans and a year plan, and that's all great. And obviously, you know, just growth and breadth and depth of, you know, the folks we're working with. I mean, I think overall, holistically, from like a healthcare perspective, the industry I'm in, you know, obviously, like we kind of touched on before, there's going to be a lot of like health tech and, you know, things of that nature and telemedicine and AI. And there's so many different things coming into the patient experience, especially with, you know, COVID and everything, there's just a lot more happening in healthcare. So, and a lot more technology, a lot more digital and things are getting sped up quicker, which is so exciting to someone like me where, you know, it could have taken however long, you know, to get um, somewhere, but now it's happening in two months, you know, digitally. So we can, you know, have new cures and and have new formulas within healthcare. So, you know, I think that's going to be something that kind of happens that we need to adjust to. But the great thing about Pascal is we are, you know, we're so nimble and we're so able to do that. And we do think ahead and we do plan. So, you know, we have our goals and two-year goals, but I think the more important thing to focus on, and you'd probably agree, is like, you know, making sure you have a team that's nimble to address the changes that come up. And I'm not saying you know, daily, but, you know, making sure you're really kind of addressing those things, staying ahead of those curves um, and making sure kind of all of that um, is addressed before things happen. So that's the thing I think, you know, some people, they get so busy. And what did this year teach us that that's not a good thing, but some people get so busy thinking about five, 10 year plans. And it's like, that is so important for sure. But I think it's really important to kind of think shorter term and kind of Get, kind of collect that data from your clients and see how people are thinking and listen and just, you know, kind of take that info to mold to how you're going to, you know, proceed. Um, so that's kind of what I think in the short term, if that makes sense. And I don't know if you agree or not, but um, it's just the way I've been thinking, especially this year. So I, I love how you said being nimble because look, we're, we're 
with our team, it's the same way. We wanted 10 agents doing 100 deals rather than 100 agents doing 10. And being yep. nimble and always being, you know, you don't need to pivot, right? You have to always be on your toes. For my, right, you got to be innovative. You have to do your research and stay on top of technology, get up early and see what everybody's doing, what the top people are doing, right, in your industry and really do a lot of research, you know? So for yep. me, I do, my re- I do my research in the morning on what's tech, what's the next tech thing. Look, the Medicare, the med- the excuse me, the healthcare space that you're in is is probably the one thing that's mo- more competitive than like our business, right? Than like the mortgage or real estate. So you get it better than anybody. We do, like you said, we have the same type of everything is technology and everything post COVID. Mm-hmm. The ten whatever ten to twelve weeks of the lockdown fast forwarded ten to twelve years easily. And you, I love how you said it, the the next norm. Because people are still mm-hmm. trying now bigger companies, right? They're trying to pivot. They're trying to catch up and like Pascal or like YB and TMS, we are nimble enough where, and we're very innovative. We can stay on our toes. We can make a shift and really take over right now. I think there's yep. a big, big opportunity for people like us, right? And it's, it's good to actually talk about it and hear from a different, from a different industry that you're doing the same thing. And I'm fucking, I'm really, really like this conversation. Like I really do. So no, that's you. awesome. No, thank we, you. Um, and I think it's also nice that people are listening more because no one's done that in a long yeah, time. And it's it's good that like even listening to their employees and kind of, yeah. you know, hey, maybe we can as a team do this to make you happier. Um, yes. You know, when people want to be heard. Finally. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And just kind of learning to, you know, just, just whatever, however works. Back. I mean, it, you work better when you're more comfortable working, you know, so it's like exactly. if you you know, you can't tailor to every individual person, but as teams, as I said, you yeah, certainly yeah. can do that, you know? So. Well, it's good. It's definitely a huge thing with culture, right? That's that culture that's creative. Everybody's happy. Everybody's in a good mood. It's going to be a great culture. Everybody's going to be in a good mood, right? So it's stem culture in the workplace stems from that. It's such a good point. Yep. That, you know, and you can't teach it, right? Like yeah, you said, you can't teach passion. Yeah. We have said, I say you can't teach heart, right? You can't teach heart. You could, you could teach, we could teach a mortgage. No. We could teach you healthcare. We could teach you social but you can't teach heart. And that's fucking well, just, a, right. just a good point. And also, you know, like making. know what, know what people are good at. And like, you know, I used exactly. to be one of those people, like I used to have crazy bosses who were like, you need to do everything great. And it's like, but you can't do everything great. So the people who are more creatives or the people who are more writers, medical writers for us, or there's, you know, you, you, you work with and, and utilize what, I mean, there's things I suck at. I mean, just because I'm a CEO doesn't mean shit. I mean, People are but so you funny, got the best you know, team you can, and, you can, team at and you can, you can use that as a pull quote doing that yeah. doesn't mean, shit. <laughs> but no, but I, uh, no, but no, yeah, but that's what it is. You know what I mean? It's, it's really, honestly, it's my team. Like they are so badass. I can't even like, you know, shout out to Jess, Christian, shout and out to Pascal. um, yeah, no, seriously, PR, digital and operations, like those three folks are, you know, they're just, they're so, they're also different, but the, what they bring individually to the passion of Pascal is so cool. So anyway, all right, go shout on. Out Sorry, to shout out to them. Just- <laughs> oh, yeah, shout out to your team. Shout out to the team, man. It's all about, you can't win the game by yourself. You have to take care of your team. It's all about That's about right. We, um, so I've got another, uh, I've got a good question. So I, I have mentors, right. Or people that I look up to, like that I, you know, when I do mm-hmm. my research and stuff, like people I follow, right. Do you, who being a per like who do you look up to? What other like CEOs or business people are you like do you follow or do you like really like to 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 see what's going on and really listen to them? They can maybe impact, you know, some of your decision making. 
You know, it's funny. I like a mix of like old and new. It's so funny. I remember when I was little, my dad used to read all these books by like Lee Iacocca and stuff. And okay. I would like look at them. You know what I mean? Like I would look at like, all Shout these like old Shout out to Lee Iacocca. Yeah, right. But isn't that funny? Like when you think of like old school stuff and like what, like, I mean, I'm obviously older than you, but I mean, you know, it's just funny. I, I'm not someone I'm going to be really 42 reads. next month. Yeah. So oh, not that much I, oh. but you know what? I used, I'd never read business books or whatever. I'm kind of like no. a Gary Vee like that. Like I'm not someone yeah. who does that. And in terms of mentors, I mean, and people I look up to, you know, of course there's people that, you know, everyday names people would know, but honestly, it's more like those mom and pop entrepreneurs who like grow shit. Like that's, yeah. those are the people that are my mentors where I'm like, damn, you guys like have that fire, that energy. Um, you know, um, my kid, the homegrown. Yeah. My, yep. My kids are my mentors. That's not even me being cheesy. It's like the truth. Like I look at the way they handle things and do things and I'm like, damn, like, okay, I can learn from you too. That's the, the mentality. I know I can learn from people. So, you know, that's the thing. I feel like there's so many mentors. Of course, you know, I, I'm, like I said, I'm lucky to serve on several boards and, you know, be involved with organizations that I really love and foster, you know, kind of the values and things that I, you know, love to do professionally and personally. And there's, I have like a million mentors, but that's the yeah. thing. I kind of look at anyone that I not only admire, but that challenges me in a respectful way as a mentor. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of the way I do things, you know, it's not kind of one particular person or yeah. whoever, you know, take I, a piece I, from I'm everybody. More, you take a piece from everybody, right? You, totally. That's a, that's like I've learned I more. Yeah. I learned more class from like, you know, my favorite girl, um, shout out to, you know, Cam and the Bridgeport Dunkin' Donuts drive through who I go through exactly. like every morning, you exactly. know, who's like knows exactly. me. And like, it's like, I take more from that and like, you know, my mail carrier who's like, you know, dealing with a, all this crap and like, you know, all, you know, like yeah. I take more like, you know, wow, you guys are kind of like warriors, you know, that, and, and that's why I think real. it's so interesting about this year. It makes real, me so too. stoked. Totally. You know how stoked I am? Someone like me who like went to state school and, and all that stuff is like, has a whole world right now who's really praising people like, you know, um, grocery store workers and, yeah. you know, th like that's, so dope. That's the way it should have been all along, you I know? know? So, I know. so I mean, so for me, it's kind of like, I find that fascinating. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, mentors and every day and also just, you know, like I said, I really learn from other people. And the thing about me is I kind of just speak with candor, you know, as you know, and kind of say things as they are. And I keep it real. got to keep it. Real. Yeah. Yeah. I think authenticity for me is, um, super important, um, in, in so many ways and, in, in every aspect of my life, you know? So that's, that's something that if there is a mentor or someone I can learn from, as long as they're authentic, even if they're challenging yeah. me or whatever, then that's I cool, agree. you know? Authenticity is key though. And that, and that mm -hmm, totally. Got to, has to be authentic. Yeah. Um, so I, well, look, I mean, we've gone through a lot of things and I really, um, look, I really, I'm really grateful for having you on. And I think that we've, we've touched upon some crazy things and getting that now I've known you now, I think I've gotten to know you a little more, right. Which is really cool. Just going through your story and going through the things that we actually, we have a lot more in common than I thought. And I, and I kind of sense that when we first met, you know, um, shout definitely out to Fit Club too. shout out. So we met through Fit Club, number one gym around. So shout out to Fit Club. Definitely. And, um, I, yeah, you helped me with everything from, you know, and, and shout out to Rudy because uh, he's Rudy, my boy, yeah. Um, you yeah, know, Rudy and is. so shout out he's, to the, he's Mr. a great President, dude. Mr. Pierre, 
Mr. Pierre. Yeah, Mr. Shout Pierre. Out to Sorry. <laughs> He's so smoothie. He's so smooth. That's one of the best dressed guys I know. No, he's awesome. Oh, definitely. Uh, no, we did touch on a lot. No, I think this is great. And I think, um, you know, I'd love to, anytime you want me to come back, I think it's great with oh, no, like 100%. local entrepreneurs that are like-minded for different industries to just kind of talk about a bunch of things. And it's also not only a new business opportunity, but just networking in terms of, you know, new hires and just, you know, spreading the word that way. And I love to, you know, speak to universities and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of fun things that, um, that many folks can do. And I guess, where do you see things going in two years before we wrap it up for, for you guys? I mean, Realty is obviously insane right now and we're in the hotbed of like right outside New York City. For those who don't know who are listening to this, like my clients in California. So like, what are, I mean, it's hard to predict. I get it, but like, where do you see the so, business? You've grown so quickly. Right. So this, so right now for, for us on both sides of the table, on the mortgage and the real estate, it's, it's back to basics, right? We, we, we're going to dig in our roots even deeper. We're going to stay mm-hmm. innovative and we're not, we're not going to bite off more than we can chew either. I mean, this is my, mm-hmm. se- my seventh, my seventh market turn. This too shall pass, right? Real mm-hmm. estate is a good time to be in mortgage and real estate. Yeah. I believe there will be in the next two years. I mean, I, we're, we'll be probably up to about 300 agents. We were going to have, we wanted to be over a hundred by March, which I think is a goal. But again, right now we don't want to take off more than we can chew. We'd rather the agents we have now helping more clients, right. And build and support their teams. We're growing out the customer service and, you know, service is a big thing, right. And there's a lot of innovation right now that that's coming out to tailor more, obviously more towards service. So we've got that type of stuff rolling out now and communication. Right. If we stay on mm-hmm. top of the communication and communicate through the process and play offense right now, it's everybody's at capacity, Georgia. So everybody's playing defense. Right. But yep. think about it. Everybody's busy. It's like everything. It's just it's pretty insane right now. I'm not yep. going to lie being in the, in, in, in the mortgage and real estate business, but you have to have been ready. Right. You have to be able to to take that capacity on and, and go the extra mile and always keep the ball and play offense. Right. I don't I hate playing defense, whether there's an issue or something came up or their communication was lack, right? If you stay on top of the communication and you're playing offense with your clients, I believe that we'll keep growing. And we, yeah, we I love that. I love that point. And you definitely will. I have no doubt about that with what you've been able to build. It's so, it's so great. And I think, thank you. Um, I yeah, I mean, that. I think, I, I think being, no, you're welcome. I think being proactive is another thing that I always like um, talk about with, with, Pascal that I'm sure you can relate to too, like in also being responsive, but that kind of proactivity, I think most service businesses and other people are so reactive with everything. And I think the way to put a stamp on something and the reason, you know, we've been successful through so many recessions and everything as well. I mean, 15 and a half years is a long freaking time. You know, that's like, you know, that's it, you know, (laughs) I am OG in every you get the OG you get the the OG tattoo. I get it. Um, I know. Yeah, the same way. Can't it's not it's not what you've learned. It's what you've done. You know, it's like what you've done in the past fifteen years. You know, you can you can share your experience and and help. You know, your team grow right. People, your competition. I mean, people are probably learning from you on a daily basis. You don't even know it. You know, so that's why I want exactly. I like exactly. getting the like-minded people and we can talk about it, you know, especially with the next norm. I mean, podcasts and, and vir- everything's virtual, right? So these things are getting, it's a good time to get out there and get the message. So that's why we're here. No, I yeah. agree. I could not yeah, agree more. And I think spread, it's just, and word. it's fun. To, yep. 
exactly. And you never know kind of, um, what's going to come out of it, you know, a quick conversation. So I love it. And no, I appreciate it. This was super fun. Anything else? No, no I think I believe, uh, we're good. We've, we've done the hour. All right. I know. Well, Well, you're awesome. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. We'll, we'll be in touch and, you know, shout out to Pascal. You know, if you guys have questions or need to reach us out, you know, let us know. We're here. All right, G. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm very grateful. All right. Thank Thank you you. guys. All right. Bye. Have a good one. Cheers. Bye. Bye.